0: Here are your hosts, Chase Palm And broadcast school has really paid off. Auntie. And Neil McCrady. I deserve to be on
2: TV. Welcome in Tuesday edition Oxford Exxon podcast. Chase Palm, Neil McCrady, Clark Ford at Studio here on a rainy Tuesday morning in Oxford. We will continue our uh, Lane Kiffin conversations. We'll talk some other football stuff. We will... Uh, I don't know, probably hit on Arkansas at some point, maybe, I don't know, we'll see what the, uh, what, what what comes of the show here over the next hour and change here with you this morning. I've yes. been
3: totally honest with people, uh-huh. um, normally we, I would already be like exchanging stuff with like the editor, or publisher, or whoever, five questions, or we'd be writing about stuff. I, I just haven't had time, in large part because I'd can't decide like some of the things that i envision doing to my phone right now are pretty evil really well like taking a sledgehammer to it and just beating it
2: yeah we'll get into that in a second we yeah. got a couple things on that uh podcast oxford exxon every single day they're on highway six for coming to town this week leaving town fill up with fuel also stop in and enter to win an official game deal miss football jersey because they're still got another one of those they're giving away the egg bowl coming up in oxford in um uh, it's nine days. Good grief. Regular season over in nine days here. So every time you make a purchase at the Blue Sky in Oxford, you get a chance to enter in and win. So take advantage of that lunch special as well. You get uh, bread and any size fountain drink with that lunch special there at the uh, the Blue Sky. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio.
3: Uh, we are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for, he'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours, right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is completely up to you. Shop it around. Do what I've done. What I recommend that you do, and let top hop into a Clark for today. 662-257-1900. Guests will join at some point this week on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters on the Square is the perfect place for your Christmas party or gathering. They can accommodate parties of 10 to uh, 500. Great food with a uh, Cajun flair, holiday drinks, and a festive atmosphere. Call Genie 601-842-0948 to request a catering menu and reserve a date. Um, Pete, Deweese, and I will be taping. Tomorrow night we will preview Arkansas there. It'll at least get you an X and O uh, preview. I highly recommend that you watch that on YouTube. It just, it's better than uh, the podcast, but I've learned that people are going to, by God, do what they want to do. Uh, and that's, I mean, I have, I've learned that the hard way. Um, walk ons sports you by Walk-On Sports Bistro. They put everything, I'm not watching YouTube. Okay, cool. Can you explain to me? No, I, I could, but you could just watch it on the YouTube and it would all get explained for you. Well, what about a transcript? Oh, God. Yeah, I got that one. What about a transcript? I'm like, um, no. walk uh, Walkons puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Uh, dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch, Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Also, let Walk Ons take care of your tailgating needs. Inquire about their family and friends bundles, their tailgate platters. Order online at walkons.com or on the convenient Walk Ons app. Check them out in uh oxford or ridgeland a couple of shows up on our network also where you get podcasts the davis and Igben-Oson show is up it is uh brought to you by the college corner it's one-stop rebel shop two locations in the jackson area in ridgeland it's next to fleet feet and flowwood it's next to half shell you can also go to collegecornerstore.com plus you can find them on facebook and instagram uh, whether you're tailgating in oxford or home with friends and family the college corner has you covered on game day with the largest selection of Rebel Gear in Central Mississippi. Also, the Mason Brooks Show is up. It's brought to you by uh, The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. They've got the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, so many more. I 4450, I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. I uh, taped with Troy Brown yesterday. That show will be up at some point today or tomorrow. I don't know. You'll get it this week. It's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, Different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429.
2: So, the Eagles lose their first game of the season last night. The Commanders win 32-21. Did you see the ridiculous bad beat or anyone who bet on Devontae Smith's yardage output last night? I did not. All right. So, uh, two different lines mostly floating around, okay? So, it hits you in a couple different ways. Uh, Devontae Smith's yardage receiving for the game closed at 52.5 yards, okay? So, 52.5. All right. With... Five seconds left. The Eagles have the ball back. They need to go 90 yards to win the game. They have basically one play. They're going to run the hook and ladder thing. They're on the 10, okay, 10-yard line. And they throw the ladder to somebody else or the hook to somebody else. He flips it to Devontae Smith, who throws it behind him, trying to keep the play alive. Washington picks it up, runs it into the end zone for a 14-yard receiving yardage loss on the last play of the game. Ooh to push him down to 39 yards. In most of the parlays that were going on with Devontae Smith that it hit, his over-under was 40. He lost 14 yards on a play that started from his own 10. So he lost more yards than the play at the line of scrimmage at that point to lose all the bets on the last play of the game. Vegas is good. Well, he probably couldn't anticipate that. I put nothing past him. It's rigged. Everything's rigged. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm kidding. Is that is that that, is that one of those deals? We okay.
3: Bet on sports. Crazy stuff happens.
2: Yeah, it was insane. Yeah, he went from fifty three to thirty nine on a on that play. But again, the Eagles look sloppy as hell last night, and they lose to lose to Washington. So, Commanders five and five. They've just been fine. Uh, yeah. Um, Heineke is not a bad quarterback at all. So. You've been dealing with some level of sickness for a few days now. Mm-hmm. You got some, you had a chest cold on Saturday at least. Um, started
3: feeling bad middle of last week. Yeah. Went to the doctor, got a shot, got all sorts of antibiotics. And then I just can't get rid of, once a year, I always get a really horrible sinus infection that mm-hmm. lingers for two weeks. And this was probably going to be that. You probably need some antibiotics. Well, I am. I'm oh, all, you're on them. Oh, okay. yeah. I've yeah. been on them for days and um so it, i went I got up Saturday morning, I went to the gym and turned on an English Premier League game, and ran pretty much the whole game and um I felt like I'd cleared a lot of it out and felt great during the game and by the end of the by the time I got finished with doing your show, I felt terrible again, coughed all night didn 't sleep. And so now I'm to that point where I'm fine during the day, but at night the cough kicks in. And so I don't sleep well and I'm tired and I take the cough medicine to get some sleep and the cough medicine just makes me so damn In between
2: podcast and being on the phone with the current climate that we're in, it's a lot of talking throughout the day.
3: Yeah. And you just.
2: Do you find yourself texting more simply to avoid using your voice?
3: Well, I find myself texting more because it's quicker. Okay. But my
2: thumbs hurt from texting at this point. And your computer is the other like the other text yeah. thing. So it's not your name. Yeah, which we could fix, but that's a whole nother.
3: But I'm almost kind of glad right now because okay. otherwise my computer would just
2: blow up at me. Well, that's true. Nobody's texting that. So yeah. That's a good point.
3: What is Lakerland? Do what? Uh, Sammy says Neil looks pretty good for someone about to enter Lakerland. What is Lakerland?
2: I don't know. I don't either. Now I'm curious. Does that mean I'm about to pass? I don't know. So <laughs> I, I know everybody's wanting like some crazy update and the reminder is that nothing moves every five minutes. Um that's not how these things work ever. So take a breath, relax. So right at RebelGrove dot com. I'm sure there will be another one at some point today. Um Yesterday was a from and I you and I talked last night and sort of convened for a few minutes. Yesterday a pretty frustrating day cuz hear a lot of stuff in every direction. Not really sure what's true, what's not true. And people who have not ended up be a coaching search but reported on something in this way. There's no way to explain exactly what this is like from trying to figure out who has motives, who is giving opinions, who is giving you hearsay, oh, man, and who man. is educated. And even sometimes it's even with people you typically trust 100%. I mean, it's – and everybody's so emotional because fans are obviously hanging on every thread. The other fan bases are attacking you for what you say. There's so much stuff going on that yesterday was – yesterday was difficult. Yesterday was one of those days where you get done and you go – if I just was running the Drudge Report from 1998, it would be one thing where you're just throwing a bunch of stuff and seeing what happened. But actually trying to separate all from fiction, you sort of got to the end and go, God, I don't know if I got anything. Like, there's nothing that I feel 100% about right now. And a lot of the things that are, at least somebody told me, so I could say somebody told me, they would blow up the internet over something that's potentially not true.
3: Well, what's hard is to find people who are connected, who don't care. It's true. And I've got a few of those, and they right now have kind of a consensus thought. And so I think they're on it. But these things, I never understood, by the way, why did the word fluid become a joke? Things are fluid. Like, things move, things change. Never understood why that word was funny or to be criticized. Like people, like the people who don't like me like to
2: use that word. Um, but this is fluid. This could change. You mean you can't predict Lane Kiffin's movements in 13 days 100% for, for certain? Absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. Like
3: that's... Um, you know, this this could change. The, the, the consistency that I've heard is that, here's what I feel confident in saying. Okay. Auburn, First went after Dan Lanning, the coach at at, at uh, Oregon, mm-hmm. former Georgia defensive coordinator, and Lanning is going to get a new deal at Oregon. Uh, Lanning is smart guy, considered a real up and comer in the business. Um, Lanning would be on the very, very, very short list at both Alabama and Georgia if there was an opening. Mm-hmm. Um, would probably be on the very short list at Texas A&M if something happened there. Um, He's not going to Auburn. The next choice is Lane Kiffin. There's no question about that. And so when the people, there are people like Ole Miss people, not affiliated with the university, but fans, who are like, oh, Auburn's not a threat. Yeah, Yeah, Auburn's a threat. To to say that Auburn's not a threat tells me that you are completely disconnected from reality. And if anybody told me that Ole Miss didn't view Auburn as a threat today, I'd go, oh, my God, the naivete is going to eat you alive here in a moment. Because Auburn's absolutely a threat. They want your coach. They have resources. They'll spend the money. They're telling people that they have $15 in NIL. I mean, is that true? I don't know. Here's the thing about that. Like, I could tell you, hey, I've got $20 in NIL. Yeah, that's
2: what I – I had a conversation with somebody this morning, and we were sort of just laughing and going, I'm not really sure why schools aren't just lying about it because nobody's checking your books. It fires up fan bases when you have more money, basically makes them more willing to give because everybody's in, rolling, and whatever. And, frankly, a lot of these contracts have been lied about to some extent to this point. I mean, there's no benefit to telling the truth right now. At all. Jaden Rashada says hello. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. No, the, I, I don't know. Does Auburn have fifteen
3: million? I, in, in in waiting in NIL money? I can't sit here and tell you they don't. Yeah. I can't tell you they do. I haven't seen it. Um, but that's the you know, that's the, the rumor that's out there. I'm sure if you're a prospective coach and that's a big part of your deal, you'd like, can I see some proof?
2: I'd like to have an idea of the book.
3: Can you can you show me some can we see some things? But, you know, that's out there. So I, I do think Auburn is a legitimate threat. Um, I, I I continue to believe that if you if you put a gun to my head and said who is the next coach at, at Auburn, I, I think I would continue to say Hugh Freeze. I would hedge like a son of a bitch if I were betting. You would take the field against Lane Kiffin? Yeah, but I'd want to hedge it.
2: Yeah, 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 sure.
3: I mean, this would be like looking at a line going. Well, I can see it going both ways. I mean, look, I'm, I'll be totally transparent here. If and feel free to tell me that no, I, you disagree. If the football gods dropped in here right now and said Lane Kiffin's the next coach at Auburn and it's done next uh, Monday after Thanksgiving,
2: I don't even know that I'm surprised. I'm certainly not. No, it's not. it's what's interesting is you made that post last night or yesterday. I guess last night was when I noticed that the tone had moved a little bit. Is and I know who your source was, somebody who knows Lane pretty well said ultimately they believe Ole Miss will stick with Lane him will stick with Ole Miss. Yeah. I have um, multiple sources on that. Yeah. But yeah. There's one that sticks out in my head. Sure. And that means that person viewpoint and that means the most the the the, the majority opinion as far as if you're putting odds on something is that he remains at Ole Miss. But we're also talking maybe fifty five, forty five. I mean, it's one of those deals where still, yeah, it's not like oh god, it's ninety eight to two, and mm-hmm. that is some crazy thing. It's no, 55 no, say, is about right. Yeah, no, no, no. there's, there's a lead there because I, yeah. I hear
3: enough the other way that makes me go, well, you know, maybe. I mean, it's
2: where when you get the polls in on campaign night, you go, oh well, that's a good start, but let me see where the votes are left out there. I need to kind of are they in the are they in the rural districts? Are they in the urban districts? Where we yeah, where where, not, where are we coming in? You're not taking the
3: the tops off the champagne just yet.
2: Yeah, where's Cuyahoga County? Let's see yeah, about that. There's I mean stuff. It's, it's yeah, sure. So it's kind of where this thing is. Because here's a couple things. Is because I I kept getting idea, I kept getting asked by a couple people yesterday, is almost worried. Well, okay, look, I can't A, I'd hate monolithic things. You can't speak for an entire entity in, in, in one emotion. Should there be concern worry sure to whatever degree but here's the deal for Ole Miss and it's this way with or without Auburn because it's kind of those days where you're worried about other people you get your house in order to the best of your ability to whatever that is period to help your football coach right that's it you do that for Lane Kiffin right now no matter what Auburn is or is not doing just because it's what makes your program the best it can be the only caveat to that is you also need to have the little list in the desk and be working on that just in case because that's just doing your job in smart business. I would hope so. I mean, hey, well, hey, if this went completely freaking sideways, what about this, 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 and this? All right, cool. Let's, Yeah, hey, this this team, get on that. Let's deal with that for a minute. Okay, now figure out what lane, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's that. Because this isn't... This does, to me, feel like a resource game. This is not... It's where last week got off the rails. This... Look, Lane likes publicity. He likes headlines. Don't get me wrong, but this isn't about money. No. This is not about salary and who can write the biggest check for salary. It's just And this is where the Auburn
3: side is coming across the way that they are. It's, to them, they think this is just money. And when you try to tell them it's not, they just don't believe you. They're like, okay, well, we can give him we being Auburn, we can give him ninety million dollars, a hundred million dollars. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be frank here. From talking to people yesterday, I feel like I can say this. And and really the only person who would be able to tell me I was wrong and I would maybe believe them would be Lane Kiffin. I'm not even sure I'd believe him. If he looked at me and said, You're wrong. Like, I don't know. I have heard it from enough people that I believe it. I don't think it matters. The whole, well, Auburn can promise him 10 years. Good, he's not going to be at Auburn in 10 years. Ole Miss can offer him 20 years. Good, he's not going to be at Ole Miss in 20 years. He's not going to be – I don't think he's going to be at either one of these places in six years,
2: five years. Auburn wants it to be this linear coaching search where no one has any, 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 anything outside of I'm trying to, by God, win college football games and that is my life goal. That's what they want it to be about. Yes. And that is – No. That is not Lane. No, I mean. In any stretch of the imagination.
3: From talking to three people who know him well yesterday. Okay? Sure. Lane wants to coach in the NFL. That's been the one consistent you always hear. If you told me that Lane Kiffin is coaching college in six years, maybe five years, I would tell you he's in Alabama. I'd say, oh, he got the Alabama job. That's my response. I know this, I know this is not going to be popular here. I realize that. Um, I, I I don't think – I would bet heavily against Lane Kiffin being the head coach at Ole Miss or Auburn in six years. Sure. Heavily. like Sure. Yeah, name your price. Sure.
2: I just don't – I don't think that's realistic. I think Lane Kiffin is a really good football coach. I think he's going to win consistently wherever he is, and I think in six years he's in the NFL. I do too. Unless he's in Alabama.
3: And even there. Even there he would leave Alabama for the NFL. There's Well, there's, there's two jobs in particular, maybe
2: one in particular in the NFL, that if it were offered he'd take. I think it. both of those are true. But uh, yeah. 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 So if you believe Lane Kiffin's going to win, yes, that's where he's at.
3: Yeah. So the question is, does he leave Ole Miss for Auburn now?
2: And yeah. it's what I,
3: I think, it's, my, it's my, my opinion. I think that if Ole Miss can make a bit of a public commitment as it pertains to NIL, to where he can be very competitive again in the transfer portal where the prices are going up. Inflation has hit the transfer portal. Sure. Um, and where he can, um, you know, he's, look, he's getting compensated. Lane Kiffin's getting a raise. Yeah. So that, that part's like fait accompli. that's done. Um I it's are you leaving what most people would view to be the fifth best job in the West for the fourth best job in the West?
2: Yeah, and I'm Got a couple on that, because I, I have one question that I don't know the answers to, so see if you do, and then we'll discuss that as well. Real quickly, if we'll do that, I'll tell you about Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-O-R-C, two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig the Powers, the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband, that's nespor 662 662-238-3159, phone service, Pro controls, network security, and a wireless mesh extender for anyone who needs that extra step. Outside of Lafayette County, if you uh, have not previously had internet in Union or Pontiac counties, give them a call. They'll help you out there as well. So, again, that's 662-238-3159. Uh, let's
3: see. i got to jump around on this. Um, if you haven't heard, Sox Soxie's excited to announce the next step after becoming licensed with uh, Ole Miss. Dead Soxie's extremely grateful for the opportunity to partner with Grove Collective creating unique student-athlete NIL creations that will give back. Visit deadsoxy.com backslash NIL to see which two collections drop first and to gain access to pre-sale opportunities. Additionally, Dead Soxie welcomes you to the pre-Cyber 2022 sale. Buy more, save more. The more you spend, the more you save. So stock up on gifts, stocking stuffers, and don't forget a little something for you. 25% off on any order just using the code Grove. Uh, if you spend fifty dollars or more, you get free shipping. If you uh, spend one hundred twenty or more, you get thirty percent off. Two hundred and forty more, you get forty percent off. So you can stock your sock drawers and have a wonderful holiday season. They sent me a um, a gift box the other day. People at Dead Socksy did. Have you gotten any of the white socks? With like, they sent me some that had. It, my, my box
2: did not have white socks in it. Those are freaking awesome well, now I'm jealous or envious. Sorry. I don't need to take yours. I just need some they, myself. They, um,
3: they sent I, I me. I know about. S- I saw them. Like I just had. they just sent me a hodgepodge. Like one was red on the top. One okay. was like burnt orange. One was like a, a powder blue.
2: Okay. No, I did not. I did not get
3: those. Like, and then there's some that are just gray, just plain gray, like sports socks. Uh-huh. Good stuff. Oh my God. They're amazing. I mean, I'm totally serious here. You know me. I, I would never do this. <laughs> they're, they're great. Like, I, I started throwing other socks away. I don't know that I'd run in them or whatever, but, like, just going for walks or hanging out, walking the dogs or just wearing, like, sweats and stuff. Fantastic.
2: If you don't wear really high-quality socks, in all honesty, do, because you will notice a difference that you don't realize. Yes. It, it, it is not – because I, I, I'm prone to blisters, so I have to be really careful with sock use anyway. Um, I can't run in just cotton socks. Oh, no, no, no. I have to be careful. Yeah, but – just trust us. Uh, code Rebel Grow for uh, at least twenty five percent off and more, depending on how much you spend.
3: Um, also, A Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company. You can tell the cough syrup is just coursing through the veins today. I'm, I'm, I'm my brain is just shot. Uh, Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A Stock start at just a dollar. That's right. Every item starts at just one dollar. Shop now at A Stock. Download their app. Name your price on thousands of items for big name retailers. A-Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups. So don't miss out. If you want it, bid it, win it. Um, speaking of supplements and such, highly recommend Solutions RX. They're based right out of, of Mississippi. You take high blood pressure medication, diabetes medication, cholesterol medications. They typically cause side effects like muscle pain, brain fog, um, energy loss due to depletion of minerals and vitamins in the body. But uh, Chris Cornelison formulated a product called Prescription Support to put those vitamins back into your body. Just makes you healthier over the long term. SolutionsRx.com, promo code OEP at checkout for 10% off your order.
2: Podcast also brought to you by GNM Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync. Feed prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy. One deliver and you have everything you need when you need it with G and M. Also with their um um sorry I had an issue on the board. Also with their ability to individually package your medication. Those that need that extra step, you get the morning dose, the afternoon dose, night dose, whatever it is, it is right there and waiting on you when you uh, when you need it. So again, that's G and M six six two two, three, six, two, 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 two. There's a thing on the message board where some people are getting these red error, uh, tabs. We had some issues overnight with the engineers are working on. So I'm assuming it is related to that. If you're getting those, just basically go to our YouTube page. I know you people in the stream are already here. You're watching, but from a podcast standpoint, go there and, uh, see, uh, See if you can find it. And then also, it's on the live tab. I don't know. That's the weird deal, too. They've switched up YouTube and it's driving me insane. We're going to have to work on that. But I don't have a great answer right uh right now. So, anyway. Okay. A couple things here. Um, Well, let me make a note. I'll come back to that in a second. I got like three things. One stream questions. I'm all over the place. Okay. It's fine. Um, and I'm not even on cough syrup. So... I can get you some. Can you? Oh, I don't good. think I need it. When you say public commitment with NIL, what are you referring to? What does that mean? Probably coming out and saying we have... So lying like everyone else? Yeah. Is that actually what we're saying? Yeah, lying. That is what we're saying.
3: Yeah, come out and saying we have X amount of money. Yeah,
2: we have a war chest.
3: Even if it's putting it out through like a media outlet that they're uh, friendly with. The problem with that is that like at Auburn, whether it's true or not, right, it's widely perceived now that Auburn's got twelve to fifteen million dollars in NIL floating around. Do they I don't know. Beats me. That's what I'm saying. No, it, they, they,
2: it's a complete and utter just.
3: It's reported grab. as if voice of God. And so if I'm Ole Miss, I'm doing the same thing. Yeah, I mean I mean I'm telling
2: Who's critiquing
3: you? I'm telling Chris Lowe or um Bruce Feldman or Andy Staples or yeah, Ross Bellinger, right? and then I'd probably you know because they're shut up, Neil. Stop. <laughs> um, I'd tell those guys. I know. I'm just like you're. Just stop. Tell those guys. Yeah, we've got I'm um, sixteen point eight million dollars in it too.
2: Who gives it? A... <laughs> Prove me wrong. <laughs> like, Can just... I see
3: it? No, it's private. It's private funds. It's been privately if we told you who donated it, we'd be violating their privacy. Yeah, we have this foundation so we we've, we've got 17.77 million dollars and and building.
2: And more comes in every day. That's look amazing. at it. Look at look at this ticker. It's just rolling. I mean
3: craziest thing. That is the next step in this, is everybody just lies about it. Because
2: well, they already are.
3: Well, but not everybody is. Well, no, but the ones that are Miss, giving these big numbers. Like Ole Miss isn't. No, they're being like Ole Miss goes, we have three thousand. They're being quite honest. Just say you is, have twelve thousand members. Who gives?
2: <laughs> Just say you do. Because that's what happened in the it's last like, few it's days. like Some of the
3: people we compete against, we have. They go. We have ten thousand subscribers. I'm like, no, you don't. But I mean, I can't prove you don't. But I know you don't. But you tell people you do. It makes you feel like you're the popular club.
2: My favorite on that in our team site world is one of the one one of the sites. Uh, Past or present, would um, do this thing where they'd show you when people were online. But I think Rivals Forever did it in a 15 minute ticker, was the way they calculated it. This one did it on a 48 hour ticker. So, had you been on at any point in the two days, it showed you live right then. So, it's like 4,317. It's like you've had nine posts today. What the hell are you talking about? Like, it was, yeah, it was whatever. (sighs) Anyway, um, no, you lie. You absolutely lie. So maybe that's the truth. I was just, I've heard that multiple times, and I was like, what does that mean is a public commitment from an NIL standpoint? Because, um, I mean, it makes it legal for anything. I mean, the university can promote it. Lane Kiffin can promote it. The damn athletic department can fundraise for it. Everything's legal now. Yeah. Have at it. It's just raising money for your salary cap at this point. Because here's what's coming December 5th. Okay, sure. this
3: is coming December the 5th, and it's going to be, I feel bad for the kids. Don't get me wrong but it's going to be kind of glorious when it happens because I'm going, to, I'm going to laugh out loud. So many kids who got promised stuff and didn't get stuff are going to get in the portal.
0: Oh,
2: yeah. That's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was asked this morning, hey, what happens to these contracts when they leave? It's like, well, they're not really binding anyway. They're like this weird legal form of a handshake agreement. Like, there's there's a lot of outs there if your attorney is at all worth some salt. I mean, it's yeah. it's... it's Hey, we'll sort of, kind of pay you this sort of, kind of over this period of time, as long as you don't leave and you play well. And even though we can't say that, we can't okay, say that you have
3: to play well, but we really would prefer that you play
2: well. We can say that you need to keep your public, you know, image up to a certain level, which only requires you to rush for a thousand yards to to do that. Yeah, um, that's kind of how that works. So yeah, I mean, look, it, it's it's where all this is so crazy because. Somebody said in the stream a minute ago, so why doesn't Ole Miss just do everything they can and just keep laying? Well, they are, but some, the point is, and that's what I said yesterday, and I believe this. And I get it's more complicated, but in some ways it's not. Is if what's that? Uh, lip balm. Oh, okay. And if I'm you're sorry. out C B D or you put out more cough medicine or what you're doing. No, over there. just just trying to get okay. trying to make it through, Chase. Just trying to survive. Okay. Point being is, they said, why didn't Ole Misses do whatever? Well, they kind of are. I mean, there's a limit, but they're doing all they can, I'm sure. I mean, I don't, I have not, Keith does not give me his inner thoughts. But my point being on this is if Lane Kiffin leaves and he criticizes the attendance or the lack of salary or some other sort of just broad level commitment. He's simply telling you guys something that's not true is a reason to leave. That is not actually why Lane Kiffin is leaving. Lane Kiffin, if he leaves, he leaves simply because he wants to leave. That's it. And at that point, there probably was nothing you could do within your realm.
3: I didn't say this. I meant to say this yesterday, so I'll say it today. Kudos to the Ole Miss people Saturday. Oh, just in general? In general. yeah. The atmosphere was amazing. It was full. Alabama didn't bring a lot of people. No, it was their lightest crowd I've seen from them in a long uh, time. Y'all filled it up. Sixty six thousand. I'm I'm sure there's a six, uh, there, there's official numbers. It was full. it was full. It, it, was was loud. Electric. it was uh it was on cool. a cold. It kinda... was cold, yeah. And they did the light show thing after the third quarter that was you you were gone by then, but it was cool. Yeah. It was well done. I heard people really comment on that. It was like well it. done. Yeah. Um it was big time. It felt like a big time SEC stadium. So kudos to you. So when people if, if that ever comes up, nah. Um, like oh, there was nobody at the Tulsa game. Shut up! It was it was three o'clock in the afternoon in the middle of September, and it was a hundred degrees. Six five nine two three. Sure, yeah. Um, for the big SEC games this year, the place has been packed. Yeah. Kentucky, Auburn, Alabama—it's been packed. Um, it's a big time. You've you, you've the whole deal. That's it. I mean, if and they, but there does come a point, right, where you you you've done all you can do. If Lane leaves at this point, it's because he wants to leave. It's yeah. it.
2: It's not, well, you didn't commit to this or you didn't commit to that. No, I mean. Here's the thing. and I don't know if fans – maybe we've done a good job. Maybe we haven't. I don't know. I haven't asked fans this question. To this point, including redirecting construction projects, Lane Kippen has gotten everything within reason that he has wanted since stepping on campus. I think he's gotten everything even without reason. I mean they literally yeah. stopped the stadium expansion because Lane Kiffin said to. Yeah. A hundreds of million dollars project just because Lane said, nah, I don't really want to do that right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There's well, a Saban level control inside this program right now for Lane
3: Kiffin. They they're doing the um the Manning Center pretty much to his specs. Um I mean they've let him add Analyst upon analyst upon analyst, they yeah they've... they're spending way more money on football than they ever have before. So, I mean, no, from a if
2: if from a control, anyone quotes, tries to Sam, put out
3: ahead. the narrative, well, Ole Miss just wasn't big time enough to keep him. That's just not true. And again, and I now I've heard this from enough people to believe it to be true. He views one program, not ten programs, one program to be head and shoulders above all the others.
2: Yeah. Alabama. That's mostly because of the infrastructure already in place, right? You're literally Alabama. just walking into yeah. something that's that ready-made. Yeah, Saban's been there 15 years yeah. or longer. Six. This is 16, 16 I guess. 16 years, yeah. Yeah. I mean,
3: he's built a monstrosity. Yeah, if you would
2: like to, Barry and Brown can get quite the, 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 the price tag on the open market this, I would, uh, I would think, this December. Yeah. There's some Tennessee rumors on him. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, that'd be interesting. That was Ole Miss, Michigan, Alabama, Kentucky out of high school.
0: Yeah, there's some strong Tennessee rumors on him. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
3: Winning natties in other sports, no, no, none, not not even a little. Doesn't it, care. One of the things I've tried to tell some of the Auburn people who I know, who I think I was talking about this a minute ago, they just view it as a strict money thing. I'm like, you're not. This isn't a criticism of of Kiffin either. It just it's just a fact. I don't know that he thinks in a conventional manner. Like I don't know that he evaluates things the way that, like, I would evaluate it or you would evaluate it, where you'd look at a number of other factors, like, you know, your family and inconvenience. and st- I, don't, I just don't think those things necessarily really matter. He wants to coach in the NFL. So if, if he goes to Auburn, it's telling me that he views Auburn as a better launching pad to the NFL than Ole Miss. And maybe that's it. And maybe that's literally all. Like again, Auburn's right,
2: got, wrong, or indifferent. Don't right, yell at right, us. Right, right, I'm not, right, right. And again, I'm not saying that's
3: true. Well, just if. But, but hey, we're doing well, we're doing perception reality. Yeah. And so whatever his perception is might as well be the reality. It's the
2: other part of this, too. Because we got asked this multiple times yesterday, even though the question has been asked at multiple press conferences prior to yesterday, is why are you not just asking him he's going to Auburn? Because I know the answer. A, he's not going to answer the question. B, it's what I got reminded of this morning by somebody who knows him pretty well, is – he enjoys this. That yeah. is relevant here. Yeah. Lane Kiffin likes Lane Kiffin's name in the print for this type of situation. So if you're expecting him to be the guy that just locks it all down and goes, nope, I'm a rebel for life. Please stop mentioning my name anywhere in the press. It's literally not who that human is, even if he stays here another 14 years. That just isn't going to happen. Yeah, from a pure personal standpoint. I, it, it's, it's not. I right. mean, what you're asking him is so far outside of his DNA that he believes his – basically, he just wants it there. But he also believes, no, it's good for everybody if my name is all over the damn place every day. Sure. He believes that. Again, he can piss you off all you want. I don't know, but I'm just telling you well, that's it's what it's he not, wants.
3: Personally, I mean, I, I hope he stays at Ole Miss because of all you guys. and my. It, it just, this it, is more fun than 19. Yeah. But, like, in a parallel universe yeah, where I could watch the meltdown over there when Lane is
2: Lane – well, he's going to sit down with Philip and all those guys and have dinner two or three days a week. And I mean, they're they're oh. they're, 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 they're going to have some big times. The meltdown. No, no, no. He was on our board. Philip said that it is a new day in Auburn. That the Bushers have no say anymore, and that John Cohen is running this whole damn program. Did you not see that? Did you not see it? It was on our board. No. Somebody brought it over.
3: Yesterday was a day,
2: Chase. You didn't see this? No, I, mean, I was pretty. Hold busy. on. And I apologize for bringing premium content, but shit, people do it to us all the time, so get over it. It'll be all right. Hold on. Wow.
3: Yeah. I feel like I almost
2: need a drink after that. I mean, it wasn't exactly, but it was close. Anyone who says Cohen is being pressured to do anything is wrong. He will listen to other opinions, but other than President Chris Roberts, no one has any leverage to pressure him. These are different times in Auburn Athletics. He won't go to the Board of Trustees hat in hand to seek their blessing. He will make a decision and then inform them of what he has decided.
1: <laughs>
2: Jimmy Ryan can get in damn line and let Cohen let him know how this is going to go. If It doesn't have that yellow tag on it. just saying yeah that's
3: that's ludicrous that's, that's <laughs> I mean I'm I'm carrying a bottle of water that is toting a that <laughs> a is all I mean I don't even know how you carry that much like what do you do like the yoke thing
2: I mean but that's what's coming out of there right now. Is that no, 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 no. none of the um, this is new day.
3: I'm spe- I know this is bad pot. I'm Cohen's spe- in I'm charge. I'm speechless.
2: I'm speechless that
3: someone who's covered that program that long, literally his life, would would write those words. I know Philip. I like Philip. Uh, he's a nice man, but I, I'm surprised that he would write those words. That he knows that's not true. So why is he writing those words? Toting the mail, toting the water, carrying the water. I mean, that's what they do. There's a lot of that over there. Frankly, if you don't do it, it's very hard to survive. Ask me how I know. Well, I mean, here's the thing about like Kiffin having full autonomy. It's that's that's a that's a non negotiable thing. So, in a, in a world where you give Lane Kiffin, call it $80 million guaranteed, whether you give him full autonomy or not, he is going to operate with full autonomy. Yeah. It, it, when, I mean, that's the point. People are missing this. When John Cohen says, hey, I need you to come to this luncheon. Uh, just say no. He's just going to be like, all right. And he's not going to be there. He literally just might not show up. I mean, if I we you and I you know what I'm saying here. Yeah. There was a luncheon that that he skipped here. Yeah.
2: That wow. He's not going to do it. He I'm, might send somebody else and he might not. He might not. So when they
3: say, "Hey, we're going to this duck hunting thing this weekend out in Silicaga or whatever." He's not going to be there. And so when they go, well, "Why aren't you there?" He's not even going to take that call. You're going to communicate through a liaison. And when they say, here's who we want you to recruit, his essential answer is going to be, I don't really care what you want me to do. And what are they going to do? Fire him? Okay, fire him. Now you owe him $80 million. We're not firing, yeah. So it's why I laugh at the Jimbo stuff. Jimbo's going to hire an offensive coordinator. No, he's not. Because he doesn't have to. I mean... You have two choices with Jimbo. You can either accept the fact that you gave him a contract that was stupid or you can fire him and pay him the money that's left over. Those are your choices. There is no middle ground choice. So when you hire Lane Kiffin, whether it's at Ole Miss or Auburn or anywhere else, he is going to have full autonomy. It's not a negotiated thing. That's why I laughed when Auburn's like, included in this contract is John Cohen has been assured, hey, if you have to assure it, if you have to talk about it Lane's going to have autonomy wherever he is
2: Yeah it's it, there's a there's an interesting there's an interesting move for them for the Auburn some of the Auburn media right now to be pushing that it is essentially in line to be Alabama from a Control booster activity standpoint, and there's just no evidence of that whatsoever. None. There's nothing in their past that says that's even sort of what's. It's just not the way it's wired over there. I mean,
3: I I don't want to like make fun of it because I I, I don't. I like, I like, I like a lot of people there. I like Auburn. It's fine. It just, it's this. I mean, I do. I enjoyed my time there. I, I covered it for six years. I had a running route on campus that i really liked and I, yeah, I took campbell over there to visit i thought she might like it i mean I, there's no ill will i just the way that place operates is not that lane's not yeah they're going to the culture shock that will kick in there when lane Kippen does things the lane kiffin way if if lane takes that job is is going to be comical
2: yeah Podcast brought to you in part by Johnson Hill Creamery, small batch artisanal cheese and charcuterie boards, catering, grazing tables, and much more. You can give them a call at 662-419-9201. You also should go to the website at johnstonhillcreamery.com see uh, all their different menus and options, including a holiday open house. That's coming up this Saturday after Thanksgiving. That's very, very soon. Here, just 11 days away, November 26th from 12 to 5. They have lots of uh, sample snacks, refreshments, along with our holiday gifts, free gift wrapping, giveaways, pre-orders for the holidays, and much more as well. That's right there on White Oak Lane, just off Molly Bar in Oxford. You can also still uh, still get the Thanksgiving and um, tailgate packages ordered and pre-ordered for the Egg Bowl. Maybe those go hand-in-hand hand as you have Thanksgiving in the Grove there on that Thursday. So, again, that's Johnson Hill Creamery, 662-419-9201.
3: Brought to you by Hawkeye Portable Buildings 7991 Highway 7 South in Hawkeye. Uh, They'll custom build your building to your specifications, however you want your carport, ATV, or storage shed, barn, hunting cabin, or other buildings. Hawkeye can accommodate you. You pick the color, the style, the windows, the doors. Hawkeye makes it happen. Um, In-house financing is available. Free delivery and setup within 75 miles as well. 662-226-2233 or go to hawkeumbuildings.com. You can also find them on Facebook or Instagram at Hawkeye Portable Buildings. Game Changer Patches are the only uh, two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before while you drink, overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for the next play. Gamechangerpatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Uh, ACS is owned by my buddy Clay McNutt. He's the beast of Baldwin. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider, a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator. ACS has a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff, and a UL 508A panel shop. ACS can custom tailor software packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions and much much more. It's uh, ACSllc.ms.com or call 662-601-4381. Uh, Lamon's Fine Jewelry, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford's been serving the Oxford area for uh, 75 years. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at lamonsfinejewelry.com or call 662-234-2777. If you want your uh, 401k kind of looked at, get in touch with the Pinnacle 401k advisory services team today. They'll conduct a complimentary, no obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. We had a McCready and Siski powered by Rain Total Body Fuel yesterday. Uh, it's up on the site. It's up on uh, where you get your podcast. Um, we talked about the road to Boise. We talked about the road to Boise a lot. The road to Boise will go through Las Vegas and then on to Boise. Um, praying beyond prayers that we're not talking about coaching stuff at that point. Because that means I can just sit back and enjoy it a little bit other than freezing in Boise. Bob, John Edwards made that trip. Really easy to plan to, to uh, scale out. All we did was we gave him some parameters, we gave him a budget, and he uh, fixed the rest. Nine zero one four nine four thirty three eighty seven, or uh, send him an email: j edwards at regencytravel.net. Does Lane ever say "hadi toddy"? By the way, occasionally.
2: Occasionally, it's it's it's
3: kind of "hadi toddy."
2: Well yeah, he's not doing the end of the interview like even Kirby like go dogs every every yeah. single time. No, it's not. It's not.
3: You don't think he would say War Eagle? What do
2: you say? And they, they they require War Eagle a lot. Um, I don't know if they require it. But they they'd it's appreciate a it. Big
3: part of what they do, yeah. Like instead of hello, War Eagle. Instead of hey, especially Mar- like
2: a low high. It goes for everything. Yeah, instead of it's like, hello, goodbye. Thanks, congratulations, everything, all in one. Instead of like, hey, Merry Christmas, War Eagle. It's hey, War Eagle. Santa just saying,
3: hey, yeah. Just,
2: you got an issue with that? Um, You find it weird? Yeah, I mean, I think it's weird.
3: You find it a little cultish? That day on the campus when we took the visit, I thought it was kind of weird. The tour guide we had was kind of, he was a gooby guy. True, he was a great kid. But every time he would see somebody on the campus, like we're on a tour, of like ten, it's like 10 people, and every time he would see someone on the campus, hey, War Eagle, or just War Eagle. And I said, why can't you just say hi? War Eagle.
2: Well, you know, he was probably told to do that. Well, I'm the sure he was, too, but, like, yeah.
3: but that tells you something. Like, every day is not game day. Like, it's a, it was a Tuesday in June. It wasn't a game day.
2: Hiding the person who's just trying to start grabbing the thread. Um, oh, I supposed we'll to see it. It was fun. I appreciate fans from other schools, but oh. we're not going to cause crap. Oh yeah. Um, What's up, Jared? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know where we're at. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of where we are today. Um, which is, in a lot of ways, nowhere. I was going to say this though. I know what he tweeted the other day, and I'm not going to spend any time on this because he doesn't even deserve it. But I clicked yesterday, which was the purpose, and they, they got me. Congratulations. You got my view. Marcelo went even stronger on a podcast yesterday down that same line that's just incorrect. What, like, what, what almost hostile toward Ole Miss yesterday. Well, he is hostile. It was basically when Lane was having the press conference from the other night that we dissected yesterday with some of those comments. Brandon essentially, and I have to find it to go verbatim, but essentially said that if Lane stopped for a second, thought about what he was saying, and looked in the mirror, that his actual thoughts were that he was trying essentially to get out of Ole Miss for in, in any way he could, that he wanted the Auburn job, and that he was criticizing the fans for all these different things. He was saying he had reached his ceiling, and he was saying that he could not win at Ole Miss, but he could win at Auburn. And it's like that. no. That is so far outside what that was about. Referring at to the all. last answer, yes, it's like no. He no, was he actually was, was saying the He was opposite. frustrated with
3: the reporter for asking that question.
2: That's it. Lane was, and he basically
3: referenced it yesterday. He said, "I was really frustrated, and here's why." Yeah,
2: I Brandon have. basically said that he didn't want to talk about rushing yards because he was so put out with the Ole Miss program. I and mean, it's like that—that's not even no. a little bit of what that was about. No,
3: I mean they just—they had just gotten the ball. Down 30 to 24 with about three minutes to go, two and a half, I guess. With the chance to drive down the field and beat Alabama. A chance to stay in the college football playoff. They just got into the 14 yard line, frankly, faster than Lane wanted to get there because he knew that number nine was across the, the, the yeah. field with timeouts.
2: Yeah, in a perfect world, they score with about nine seconds left. Or less.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Lane. Lane is a big Bryce Big Young. Bryce Young fan. Um, but he knew they, they the ball was in their hands. And he was frustrated for himself, for his staff, for his kids, because he knows the amount of work that goes into an offseason. And unlike previous Ole Miss teams, this team, look, Troy Brown didn't want to do the show on Sunday. Okay? Troy's been here one year. He didn't want to do the show on Sunday. He sent me a really nice text on Monday going, hey, man, I'm sorry. If you can do it today, I'll do it. And I went, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. We did it yesterday afternoon. And he just, their goal wasn't, hey, let's make it to a bowl. Their goal wasn't, hey, let's be competitive. Their goal wasn't, let's win 10 games. No, the goal is to win the SEC, mm-hmm. to play for the national championship. That is the standard. And so Lane was simply saying, when the, It was a young reporter. This is what bothers me about Brandon. And look, I don't like Brandon personally. He doesn't like me personally, so I can... But, I, you know, I, I have a degree of respect for his professional career. Um, I'm sure he has none for mine, and that's okay. I mean, we can compare paychecks sometimes.
2: He's um, always felt very self-important. Yeah, mean, I've yeah. known him for a long time. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. And he covers schools, and he gets emotionally attached to the schools that he covers, and There's something weird about the Mississippi State rivalry where people that go cover them, with the exception of Ross, Ross is a stud. Yeah. Um, Yeah. um, They, 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 uh, he went there, even. Yeah. But had he done just a a modicum of digging, he could have called anyone on the beat, and I would have been like, nah, here's what happened. Our 247 site, the Ole Miss 247 site. Good people, which
2: is the See? network branding was in.
3: So he could have known this quickly. They write a gazillion stories. Like quinshawn Judkins makes preseason something a story. Yeah, Lane Kiffin says that Malik Heath, um, or Lane Kiffin says Michael Trigg just wasn't ready. Uh, hoping they can play this week. Story. What we turn into a message board post, they turn into a story. I'm not criticizing. It's just completely different different way to do it. It's a click baiting thing. That's how they make their money. At the end of that press conference, which had reached an organic end, he asked another question Hey, you guys were able to run the ball uh, on Alabama. Can you, you know, is that a positive? Or I can't remember exactly how he said it. And as he asked it, I mean, I was sitting next to Michael Katz. And I could feel Michael recoil. And I felt myself go, oh God.
2: Like I knew what was coming. Yeah, there are times where you hear questions and you start ducking because you're like, oh. Yeah, like, oh I,
3: here comes the wrath. And what he said was, I don't care about that. I care about one thing. That wasn't about Ole Miss. It wasn't about a ceiling at Ole Miss. That wasn't about wanting to go to Auburn. That was about they had just come that, in his mind, we had just come that close to beating that program. Yeah. And now, as you hear more and more over the last day or so about his career goals, Lane Kiffin puts Alabama on a pedestal. Now, you you not like that? That's cool. You could think he shouldn't do that. He coaches that game differently. Whatever, I don't care. Lane Kiffin puts Alabama.
2: It's his Super Bowl.
3: On a pedestal. When you say, hey, what is your goal? My goal is to be them. Them. That is the standard. Hey, you and I talk about this a lot. You want to get to Atlanta? You got to go through them. LSU went through them. They're going to Atlanta. Ole Miss didn't? They're not. It's really that simple. But Lane puts them on a pedestal. And in that moment, he knew how close they were to winning. And then I think the part that he won't say out loud because he has too much respect for Saban, for Bryce Young, for those people, is that I think he felt like on that night, may have had the better team.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Now, the best player on the field, and Lane said this. Was Bryce Young. Was Bryce Young.
2: Yeah, sure. And you go back and watch those two plays, and are like, Whoa. But he, they were right there. Well, no, I think he was mad at himself. I mean, he said yesterday, you just think, hey, I call this different or this different or this one play or that play. And you do do that in your head and finally got to go, nope, we got to stop. Because he said, it's my job to lead them moving forward yesterday and said, if they're going to turn it to Arkansas, I've got to turn it to Arkansas. I've got to let it go. Yeah. And this is the last time we're going to talk about it and then we're moving on. That basically he admitted, hey, no, I stood in that crap on Saturday night and Sunday for hours. Yeah. Thinking about everything.
3: And. Frankly, he's probably still somewhat stewing in it. This is going to be a... To, Saturday's going to be a challenge for Ole Miss. Period. It just is. Now, I don't think Arkansas is good enough to beat Ole Miss. So I don't think it's going to matter. But Saturday, mentally, it's going to be a challenge. This team, the goal was to win the SEC. And that's out. The goal was not to win 10 games. The goal was to make the playoff. To compete for the national championship. That's out. There was, from multiple sources, there was a bitterly disappointed devastated locker room yeah and now you've got to come back and go on the road it's going to be the low now is 19 on saturday play in a different environment against a team that who knows what what arkansas is going to bring i don't know senior day I assume based on just kind of the way they've played all year, they will show up and play with some pride. Um, They are trying to get bowl eligible. That's their their goal right now. That's where they are. Um, Coming in and, and playing with emotion is going to be a challenge. And he knows
2: it. Um, the reference about attendance that Marceau said he was talking about when Lane was criticizing things heading into Kentucky is what he was referring to. He was not referring to Alabama.
3: And again, I'll say this again. I said it. I said it. I, I, my guess is that if Lane had that day to um, take it back, he would look around the country, Brandon. Until y'all had your cult thing at Auburn with Carnell, the crowds weren't weren't lighting it up. I mean. When Arkansas came to town for that Auburn game, that was there was a lot of empty seats. There were plenty of sections available.
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's how he's been for a long time. I mean I remember, God, I don't remember when this was. We'd probably do some math or figure out when it was, but it doesn't really matter. When Marcelo was covering State, it was years ago, I mean over well over a decade ago. I guess he was in Hoover for the SEC baseball tournament. What it was, it might have been something else, but that's probably what it was. And there was a coaching search going on, and. Was covering it. We ended up at the same bar, and I'm sitting at a different table or whatever. But I'm just trying to sort of kind of be nice. And then, I looked over and was like, "Hey, whatever. How's basically just how's the search going? How's whatever?" I mean, I don't know. Just mm-hmm. making conversation. And I, the response back to me was something along the lines of, "Um, I don't discuss searches with other reporters. You're trying to scoop me." And oh. I'm like, "Oh yeah, because yeah. that that is clearly covering Ole Miss. What I'm really concerned with right now, having a beer while you're sitting." Two tables over, but thanks. Glad you have the personality of the door over there. Um, so yeah. Anyway, okay. Yes, Lane's uh, response about the officiating using Jackson Dart's mother was, was masterful ge- yesterday. It was, it was quite good. They still would like him find, I'm sure. But my suspicion is that. Sankey,
3: as intelligent as he is, will send a a letter that we'll never see. That will probably will probably be pretty humorous. We would all get a good kick out of and it. Oh, you think so? Yeah. There you go. Hey. that was well done. I can't find you. You're right. I can't find you based on what Jackson Dart's mother allegedly said. May or may not have said. Moving forward, I would appreciate it if maybe we could. It'd be fun. Yeah, sure. Look, the referee on that play, Tyler's right. Tyler went back and watched it. He missed it because he wasn't looking at it. He would have called it. He missed it. Yeah. He was looking at something. In that moment when Dallas Turner pushes his, the referee, his eyes were somewhere else. He he didn't see it.
2: I'm not excusing it. I'm just saying he didn't see it. Yeah. Now the pass interference is the one all of you should be ready to kill someone over. Yes. Not literally. Right. Jordan Watkins' hold. The Jordan Watkins hold, to me, was one of the
3: biggest calls of the game. It was huge. Like, I'm in the minority on this, and I know people don't like it. I've, I've watched the Zach Evans play a thousand times. I don't think that's targeting.
2: It's a even hold if you, and a pass interference.
3: Even if you do think it's targeting, it's not such clear-cut targeting that you throw stuff The against. best
2: you can argue on the targeting is you've seen worse targeting calls called. Sure. I mean that, sure. that that's that that's that's where you. But can go I can't in look that. at
3: that play and, and then, then you, look at the look into the um, yeah. uh, review room and go, "Oh, you guys butchered that." No, I can't. Yeah. I can't say that objectively. Yeah, I, honestly, I can't. Yeah. Um. The the hold on Watkins was a big deal because that was a eleven yard gain on a first down on a drive.
2: Yeah. With the game in the balance. Yeah. That was a big play. Podcast brought to you in part by Style Assembly. Look at it just off the square in Oxford, next to uh, Blind Pig. They're ready to help you, ladies, or the ladies in your life with their fall needs, no matter the budget, size, or occasion. Style Assembly here to help you assemble your style to celebrate the revs. Or just as the uh, seasons are changing, they're offering a big incentive to Rebel Grove subscribers, podcast listeners only from now until the end of November. Still so got half a month to go. You could enter to win a $250 gift card to shop at Style Assembly. To do it, it's pretty easy. When you're in Oxford, you're going to come into town several times prior to the end of the month. Go into the store, tell one of the sales associates or ask for Kate, the owner. Say, hey, I came to check out Style Assembly and all they have to offer. Just do me that favor. There's no purchase necessary. They just want to get to know you and hope they can help you in the future with your needs. Men, don't be intimidated. Go in, maybe take care of Christmas in the process. Get a chance to win that gift certificate. They have a great selection of gooder sunglasses that are really popular right now and much more as well. So that's shopstyleassembly.com or go there and see all the different social channels they have available to get the latest with Style Assembly.
3: Um, we're also brought to you by uh, Opa, Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square. It's the perfect place to uh, plan your Christmas party. Fabulous food, craft libations. Let them host your company dinner or festive party event. Uh, Opa can donate, donate can accommodate up to two hundred guests uh, for catering. Or booking information, contact Jeannie 601-421-7147. four two one seven one four seven. I'll have a mailbag up tomorrow. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. Whitney's serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. You can reach her um, at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. It's brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. They sponsor Neal's Picks, which will be up on Thursday, connecting uh, great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, uh, whether you're seeking an entry-level position or you're a seasoned professional, they can help you. If your uh, company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, they can help you, too. It's always free for the candidate. All conversations are kept confidential. Uh, you have nothing to lose. So call Will, Sydney, or Kelsey. 662-832-5138 or servicespecialistltd.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward. Chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. Uh, These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate is based out of Jackson. They service the entire state in all commercial asset classes such as industrial, retail, office, medical, and land. Uh, B.B. Mitchell, with Pinpoint, provides a plethora of commercial uh, real estate services, but his core focus is sourcing investment properties for his clients. Uh, He sets himself apart with his ability to source off-market opportunities for his investor clients, and that maximizes returns. Uh, Give B.B. a call, 601-934-5008. I have uh, put up what he said, what he meant last night. It's about nine o'clock. Uh, did Alex Sims? Did they? Do you know if the child? I have no idea. Okay, I'm not sure. Yeah, not sure. Baby was on the way. Okay, yeah. So know. there was no. Uh, there was no. In the event that it's happened, congratulations. Um. They. Um. I had to transcribe it myself.
2: So. Ooh. Yeah. Been a, while. Been a minute. Maybe really appreciate been a minute.
3: Done. So anyway, I got that done. It's brought to you by uh, our friends at myperfectfranchise.net. If you're a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands or you're an experienced entrepreneur wanting to diversify, Andy Ledecky can help. He's a longtime Rivals Board member, diehard college football fan, franchise veteran. He owns multiple franchises and businesses, uses his expertise to help uh, others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. Call Andy, put your life and career in your own hands. 100% free, so what do you have to lose? Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net, Andy at myperfectfranchise.net, or call him 404-973-9901.
2: Podcast is brought to you by Prime Shrimp. Primeshrimp.com, six different flavors available for you, including the uh, Cracked Lemon Pepper, their most uh, recent offering, the Signature. Those are their two most versatile blends, but they have lots of offerings For you there with Prime Shrimp, use code MPW for $20 off your first order. They also have uh, their two-pound bags of individually frozen shrimp, just like what's at the grocery store except for higher-quality shrimp from the New Orleans-based brand. So, again, that's primeshrimp.com. Use code MPW for $20 off your first order. Did you uh, ever listen or watch my interview with Parker Fleming? I did, yes, actually. Yep. So. I, I like Parker. Parker was great.
3: We had a really nice visit. I'm, I'm a big fan of his work. So his computers have crunched Ole Miss and Arkansas. Okay. Ole Miss has a 52.07% chance of winning. 52? 52.07. He has Ole Miss scoring 38.09 points. Arkansas scoring 37.37 points.
2: Whew. Get your assets, guys. In that cold weather, that level of points would be kind of impressive.
3: Yeah, one of the things that he told me, if you remember, was that one of the things he can't really put into his computer is the weather. Yeah, so it's going to be cold. there are intangibles that you can't enter. Yeah, it's 68 and in a dome for him. What um, a super guy, though. I mean, you talk about a guy that took his skills, which is math, analytics, and his love, which
2: is sports, and made it work. And put it all in one place. Like It really does a good job with the convenience of – yeah. what it means and how to find it. And admits that he's kind of a you know math
3: nerd and stuff. And and um, what a super guy. I really enjoy. I mean, forget predictions. He he's a TCU fan. Um, but my my point was he he just was a fun guy. I was really impressed with him, like as a person. Really liked him a lot.
2: We well, mentioned in passing yesterday. What did you think of kind of the. Holtz these last few days with the Saturday deal and the win and I mean they're acting incredibly justified and beating the Raiders does not is not complete justification of anything. No. And I seem to like the guy. I mean I'm happy for Jeff Saturday. It's not about that. I mean, he seemed really genuine with his team. I watched some post-game stuff. Like, he seems cool. It's here's not what, his
3: fault. Here's what I really believe. Robert Ursay owns the Colts, and he can do what he wants with the Colts. And yeah. in the middle of the season, if he felt like he needed to do something different from a PR standpoint, from a ticket standpoint, okay, it's his team. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't like the idea that, oh, well, you must conduct five minority interviews in the middle of the – no, he, he needed to make a move. Now, at the end of the season, they should go through the process like everybody else does. But no, middle of the year, in what was looking like a lost, disastrous season, to shake it up. Hey, and it was kind of interesting that a bunch of guys on the Colts team who were like, I'm too hard to play, all of a sudden played. So maybe there was a Frank Reich problem.
2: Well, oh, there was definitely a Frank Reich problem. Maybe there was a culture
3: problem. And Jeff Saturday came in and suddenly guys played. Um, in fairness to Ursae, They went from not playing Matt Ryan to save a bunch of money to go out there and play, and if you meet the numbers, we'll pay it. It could be like $30 million. So, no. And our field does this. Our field beats the left-wing drums to the point of no return to the point that nobody even
2: pays attention. No, Robert Arce owns the team, and he can do what he wants with it in the middle of the year. Well, and also, whether... I mean, look, Saturday was not qualified. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time... The NFL hires so many freaking retreads that are boring and have lost everywhere they've been that what's the damn difference? Okay. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I okay.
3: Again, I, I just had no issue with it. The end of the season, we'll see what happens. Nobody really thinks Jeff Saturday is the long-term answer. But Jeff Saturday is highly thought of in football circles. And he came in, he's beloved in Indianapolis. He was... Part of a beloved era there. Mm-hmm. And cool.
2: The Athletic did it last week. Today, the uh, ESPN doing it, the very top story on ESPN.com is while Houston continued to steamroll its opponents on the field, its owner and front office were battling for control and for the team's future. So Jeff Passan today with that uh, that story on ESPN. It's been kind of a crazy sports business story. The more you read and and read on that. So a lot of craziness there. Um
3: people in the thread saying Rizzo to the Astros. Is that I don't know, is
2: that done? Uh I don't know. I mean good for him.
3: Astros have identified Anthony Rizzo as their number one free agent target at first base. They're also considering Yuli Gurriel and Jose Abreu, who I understand is going to sign with the Cubs. But signing Rizzo would uh serve the dual purpose of bolstering their own roster while weakening the Yankees. Oh. Rizzo, 33, faces an interesting decision on whether to return to the Yankees. If he accepts the team's qualifying offer, he would um, earn a higher one-year salary than he might receive in a multi-year deal. He then could spend another season hitting Yankee Stadium, blah, blah, blah. Braves are not considering trading Ronald Acuna Jr., Uh, two other things that are highly unlikely for the Braves, the signing of Jacob DeGrom, or a shortstop other than Dansby Swanson. Oh, interesting.
2: We spoke with the Colts. They uh, they get the Eagles coming off that loss at home in Indianapolis. They are getting seven points Sunday in that game. FYI. Saints-Rams this weekend. Ooh, talk about two teams that had much different expectations coming into a season. It's a decent week. Minnesota off that went over the bills they host the Cowboys Sunday oh be a good game That's kind of interesting yeah so anyway just looking at it a little bit uh let's see anything else from Lane yesterday gave really no update per se but I did not think it was a positive update on Evans or Trigg um
3: no I took it as negative yeah I took both both of those updates as negative I laughed at how he said uh, – he was asked about, you know, preparing multiple quarterbacks. And he goes, well, Sam doesn't play – referring to Sam Pittman, doesn't play games in the media, admitting that he kind of does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then I asked him about the cold, and he almost, like, shivered at the point. He hates the cold. Yeah, he hates it. It's going to be – he thought his team was fine in the cold. He said, I was, I'm the one that has the cold. Do you think that would
2: impact what jobs he would take? Would oh. weather impact a job for Lane?
3: You mean like NFL? Whatever. No, nah, probably not. for sure. I mean, I, based on what we've heard, I mean, there's obviously a preference. I mean, he's probably not going and coaching Penn State. No. Well, I mean, it makes me wonder if part of the deal three years ago about Arkansas was the cold. Do you really? I kind mean, of, can't help but wonder about it now, a little bit. Because there was a moment there where that was that was kind of his job if he wanted it. And he can get pretty crappy in November. And he was getting pretty close to taking it. Yeah. And – um yeah, it can get it can get cold. cold. Well, it can get cold. I mean, the girls have like they were expecting snow last night. Were they? Yeah, it snowed on uh, Friday night. Some. Oh, really? Yeah, Caroline said it snowed for like an hour. Okay. And just the the because it's up in the mountains a little bit, the air's thinner, and it'll it get chilly now. Saturday night's gonna be chilly. Well, 19 degrees. And the, up there. Up there with a little light. That's wind, different
2: than 19 here. It's gonna be.
3: But Lane said he's the one that has the problem.
2: Yeah, team's fine. Whatever he says,
3: team's fine. He goes, I, I, I have, I'm the problem.
2: He'll be bundled like a dang Eskimo.
3: Well, that was his thing Saturday. I didn't think he had much
2: on. He needed more layers.
3: He just had that sweatshirt on because he didn't
2: bring the big coat. They've got those polar tech kind of coat deals. Yeah,
3: he had on the long sleeve shirt and then what appeared just to be one of his sweatshirts on. Yeah, and then he, but I was watching him on the field because. I noticed he went to the gloves quick, and I was like, "Oh, when you go to the gloves quick, sometimes you just get cold through the gloves." Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
3: Surely he had some hand warmers or something. In there. I, don't I don't know. And he had the hat on pretty good, but his face was getting.
2: Because yeah, even in pregame, he already had the toboggan on. Do
3: you remember that Giants Packers NFC championship game in Green Bay? Yeah. And it was forty below or whatever it was. And they all had Vaseline on. Like I wonder if Lane's gonna Vaseline it. I wish I'd followed up and said what's your plan for the weather, your personal plan for the weather on
2: you guys on teleconference to tomorrow, I'll be really good. Nah, I don't care that much. You don't.
3: In those environments, there are a couple of us that sometimes kind of break the ice a little bit. You know? He he seems to appreciate that when you ask
2: sort of a silly question. Yeah. Yeah, he's not going to coach the Grizzlies in Montana. That is not going to be Lanes next uh next career move. Yeah, and his his Air Jordans That's not that's not enough. Going to
3: have to going He's going to have to think about changing his footwear. Mhm. Like substance over style.
2: say he's still like yeah, I mean, he, he's having a
1: hard time guy. with the
2: Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's the that's the deal. So all right, back with you again to uh, tomorrow with another edition of the podcast. Again, a lot of player shows up um, already on the site, McCready and Siski yesterday, and more as well. So stay locked in rebelgrove.com and MPW Digital, and we will talk to you on Wednesday.
4: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium?